It's 11.02 Central Standard Time, and welcome to the Duke of Pipso podcast. Coming to you live from the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in Cleveland, Ohio, I'm Martin. And I'm Father Christmas. And now, let's continue to create hilarious holiday parody songs. Good, good. I was worried about all the ones we started and hadn't finished yet. But, you know. We still have time. Yep, we do, and we uh, we have time, I think, to get started with uh, with our revisionist news topic of the week, Martin, which is uh, Senator Joe Manchin from West Virginia will not support the president's Build Back Better legislation, which imperils it. Uh, it also means it might be in trouble. Yes, it it does. Um, so you know, I think what we need to do is ask two two people who who tend to give us some pretty good perspective on the news, and uh, that would be Coach Pop Teen. You there, Coach? I'm here, Matt. Good to see you or talk to you. Yep. Thanks, Coach. And uh, and by the way, Merry Christmas. Oh, Merry Christmas to you. I'm glad you're not one of those happy holidays people. Yeah, no, that was for Coach. Oh, okay, sorry. I'll just, no, I knew it was for me, Matt. It's fine. All right, and Dr. P, Dr. Papster, are you there? Yes, I'm here, Matt. Thank you very much. And uh, a, a, a glorious holiday season is in the uh, in the books. Is that what you would say? Uh, we would say Merry Christmas. Okay. I well, don't know. and you, you, it is your uh, right as a human being to express your beliefs uh, in any way that you choose. To um, you, you, you are communicating the joy of of your being to all those around you in such a way that you are comfortable with. Uh, thanks, Doc. I didn't really pay attention to the last bit of that, but thank you for acknowledging my rights. Does that mean I'm woke now? <laughs> okay, okay. All right. Well, so what do you think, guys? Uh, go ahead. Well, I, uh, I am. I find that uh, the behavior of this man is uh, most clearly uh, attention-seeking. Uh, he is obviously setting himself up to run for president. Uh, as if the uh, the whole idea of being a politician now is to make everything about yourself. Uh, let's just call him, uh, you know, uh, mini uh, DJT, if you will. Well, let me put it to you this way. He has some serious concerns. I get it. I drink seven gallons of whole milk every week. The price of that has gone up. People just can't afford stuff. The government is on some sort of home shopping network spending spree. You can't do that forever. Well, I, uh, uh, Coach, I, I believe that uh, you bring up a very important point. Uh, we must always uh, keep the needs of others and the experiences of others uh, close to our hearts. And, uh, you know, uh, it is okay to feel fear and to, to be worried about how much... Uh, that your milk now costs uh, eight 
eight cents more than it did. And wow, that is a tough one for you uh, and your salary for screaming at children. Uh, but uh, it is true that we must sacrifice. And uh, this man, this uh, Manchin, Joe Manchin, is uh, clearly uh, a hypocrite. He lives on a yacht. He drives a Maserati. Uh, even in Europe, a Maserati is an expensive piece of crap that it barely runs as much as uh, it, uh, it it doesn't. Anyway, what... Uh, I'm going to jump in here, Doc. Uh, let's not bring up the fact that he may or may not drive some sort of weird European car. He represents the working folks. Coal country. You know, those are real jobs. We can't afford to lose them. Well, why would they choose such a person to represent them? He knows nothing about their experience, quite clearly. Uh, it's called democracy. Maybe look it up. I'm sorry we don't have an emperor like you do over there. Uh, it is not democratic. If it were, uh, your government would run quite differently, I assure you, Coach. At any rate, uh, let's just say that uh, we are aware now that, uh, that our worst dreams have come true in the world. Uh, now there is a, a member of your other party who acts just as uh, uh, as much of a horse's ass as the last president, and this one he uh, he is he thinks he is going to surprise everybody when he becomes president, and uh, that is a scary thing for you and your uh, country of of vast wealth uh, that only one percent of the people own. Doc, I'm going to put it to you this way. We don't stand for people from not around here talking about our presidents. So I suggest you to shut your yapper for once. Well, I will not be bullied, uh, but I do uh, do appreciate the fact that uh, that we disagree. So thank you. Anyway, uh, good luck. Uh, the rest of the world, uh, we, we have uh, very low confidence in your ability to fix this. But let's just say that uh, that doesn't mean that we've given up on you. So, uh, Merry Christmas, everyone. That was for you, Coach. Oh, Merry Christmas, Doc. Thanks, guys. That was really nice. Wow, that was good. Yep. Finally, a real discussion, you know? I know. I uh, I like that. Yeah. I guess it really is the season of giving. That's what they call it. So, Martin, in your... Uh, in your holiday scrapbook if you had one let's say it could be a memory or a tradition a funny anecdote from from the holidays um what would yours one of yours be well i tend to think of the holidays as you know family traditions maybe an anecdote okay from the past sort of builds a foundation of you know, your family. So here's one. Now, actually, I have a couple here, but this one is a little bit before my time. But, you know, as happens, it's a story that's been passed along through my family. Just sort of set the tone of how the Millers might celebrate Christmas. So many years ago, in the western suburbs, I guess there was a terrible ice storm one year. And my grandparents used to have people over for Thanksgiving or for Christmas and Thanksgiving, but in this case it was Christmas. 
And my father, who was probably in his early 20s, got assigned the task of scraping the ice off the driveway. Now, I don't know if anybody's done that before, but it's not necessarily the easiest job. I already I already know what's going to happen, but go ahead. Okay. Well, anyway, he's a problem solver, like me. So he's like, well, I can do that, but there's got to be an easier way, right? So he gets some gasoline. I'm assuming it was probably like, I don't know, one of those red gasoline containers that you might use for like the lawnmower. Yeah. They're all red. Every gas container's red. Yeah. Huh. As a matter of fact, it's supposed to be, yeah. By but anyway, law, go ahead. By statute? Yes. Anyway. Okay. So he covers the driveway with it and then lights it all on fire. Um apparently it didn't work really well. <laughs> uh, guess what happens is yes, the gas does catch on fire. Mm-hmm. Um, but it goes out quickly and doesn't really melt the ice. Who would have right. thought? So that's it? Well, that's one of them, yeah. No, so the fire department didn't come? It just lit and immediately burned off. Yeah, that's a different fire story. Okay. If we're going to tell like anecdotes about college, okay. maybe like an Arbor Day, I can tell you that one. Got it. Yeah. Well, I like that one. I knew that that was what was you were going to say. Um, oh, but did I thought you? It would, yeah, I thought like your his pants would have caught on fire or something, and then, you know. No, he was pretty good with fire. Okay, good. Well, he was in the Air Force. Yeah, he was always safe. Right. Yeah, that's safe. Right. Well, you use a lot of gas in the Air Force for yeah, flying. That was when the government used to like, Send you a thousand gallons of gasoline if you were an American. So uh, I remember one Christmas where um, there was like a I, I was visiting with so my my grandmother and her best friend growing up were were close friends all throughout their life, and um, we would celebrate holidays with my grandmother's best friend and her sisters. And anyway, so my grandmother's best friend started going blind, basically, and she, she she was, you know, legally blind for sure, but she could still get around. And so one one time I was there, and she was like, are you hungry? And I'm like, yeah, I am. She's like, well, would you like me to make you a hamburger? And I'm like, yeah. And so it's like she had, like, nail polish on the um, oven so that she could see you know, like the red dot was the temperature she wanted and stuff for the gas and everything. And, and so, you know, she and she was she made me this hamburger and she was so could tell she was so happy to be having this moment. We were sitting on this little kitchen table next to the window and it was snowing and she was just like, so, you know, tell me about blah, blah, blah. And we were having this real nice moment. And then I bit into the hamburger and it was basically raw um not rare raw oh and i you know i was young was young i was maybe 11 or 12 and i was like i'm just gonna have to eat this and so i did and it was like 
terrible for me because I was a real weird. Well, you would actually understand. I was super picky and had to have, you know, just would only eat a handful of things that had to be cooked a certain way or the texture would weird me out. I know people like that. Yeah. So anyway, um, that was, you know, one of those moments not to be, I don't know. I mean, I still appreciate the moment just makes me laugh now that I wasn't like, um, can we put this back on the griddle you know for a few more done? minutes? Just thinking here, put a red nail polish mark inside the hamburger. Oh, yeah, that's right. And be like, yeah, yeah. that's I'd be like, look, it's all it's too red. And then she would cook it some more. And then since the nail polish was not going to turn colors, then she'd burn it. And be like, okay, I guess it's ready. And then after well, the burnt I mean, one. thanks a lot. It's better than raw. I don't know. That's foodborne illness and stuff. True. Yeah. Well, any other anecdotes? Oh, I do. And this one is actually meat related. Perfect. So we again, if you haven't gotten the gist, we often would have large family gatherings for a Christmas dinner. Yes. And this particular event happened at least on three or four different occasions so my parents always had poodles right and they had a little like room private room area that was just right off the kitchen and with like either a dog gate eventually they got fancy and they got like a little half door um so anyway they would cook you know either it was like a roast or like a turkey and then they take it out for it to rest and the dogs typically never escaped from their room but at christmas at least two or three times they jumped over the half gate and then ate the entire roast or turkey <laughs> nice so were there pictures there were pictures of the aftermath, which was mainly just, you know, the cutting board and then just blood or juice. Yeah. Sorry, juice. Juice. Oh, juice. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Ah, uh, Jew, as they say. Well, that's, uh, that's a good one. That's a good animal kind of pips one. one. Um, yeah. I'm sure people can relate to that. We're relatable. Yeah. So one time when I was a kid, I came down early and uh, when I woke up and opened presents by myself, and I thought I was like doing my parents a favor that I wasn't waking them up. This is how weird I was, by the way. <laughs> not that, not that anyone would be surprised. And uh, I, I really did think that I was being like courteous. <laughs> then they woke up and came downstairs and were like, "What are you doing? Why are you?" Like, and then they were like telling everyone, like, Matthew opened up all the presents before we woke up. Like, can you believe it? Like, and I, you know, that was not my intention. Did and you get course, anything good that year? Uh, yeah, I got some Snoopy pajamas. Sick. Uh, a, a stuffed Snoopy. Um, I got a little car that I could drive around, like an electric with an electric motor that I could literally drive around our house. And of course I broke it in like a day because I like burned up the 
motor in it from like constant use. From hot rotting? Yeah, burning, doing donuts and stuff. Like, yeah. You got to be a safe driver. That's I'd, what I I'd, always say. I drove it to the grocery store. It took me four hours. <laughs> oh, well, you know, you're doing your parents a favor there, too. Yep. Well, so good one. I got one more. I'm saving the best for last. Okay. Just like Vanessa Williams. Right. So my dad's youngest sister got married early. Okay. Yes. I don't know. I wasn't alive then, but maybe during college or something like that. And so big change. The whole family was going to her husband's parents' house for Christmas dinner. Okay. Yes. So the night before, I think it was after they went to church, like midnight mass or whatever, he told her that he was leaving her and running away with his new girlfriend. Wow. Okay. So people were obviously surprised. And this is maybe the biggest surprise of all. They still went to the parents' house for Christmas dinner. <laughs> Yikes. Yeah. Uh, it was extremely uncomfortable, apparently. I can imagine. Yeah. And he, they were uncertain if he was going to show up, not show up, what was going to happen. Uh, spoiler alert, he did not show up. Okay. So I guess that was good. Yeah. Um, and I don't think it was one of our most celebrated Christmases. No, I, w- I wouldn't think so. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it happened. Interesting story. Definitely. You know, my, our guy, Seth, probably likes it. He our does. Our brand manager. Our only listener. Yeah. Well, he's not doing his job. Right. So, yeah, I thought, you know, people might like that. Definitely. Well, those those are the kind of stories, you know, that are a reminder of just the, you know, the humanity in all of us and in all of our families. And, uh, you know, as, as we're, we're imagining the perfect scenes of, of the holidays, let's just remember that most of them are uh, just made up. And that the things we do are weird, much weirder than anyone would believe. We also learned about pets, right? Meat, and maybe some like life hacks that Stevie Wonder might use because yep. of his blindness. Yep. Well, if he's not blind, everyone knows that. But what? Yeah, it's a hoax. He almost. He, did you see him? The microphone stand started to fall, and he grabbed it. Come on. I've heard you, about that. YouTube, my friend. Okay. Oh, hey, do, hey. do your own research, okay? Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, well, I think it's time for hurrahs and huzzahs. Yeah, so I have a hurrah this week. Okay. Um, and I just want to start off by saying I'm writing a sequel to the book Profiles and Courage by oh, President right. Kennedy. Right. And it's going to be called Profiles and Courage by President John F. Kennedy. And this week's hurrah winner 
is going to be the first chapter. So my hurrah this week goes to former Jacksonville Jaguars coach Urban Meyer, who was courageous enough to leave the University of Florida, shout out Johnny, after he had won, I think, at least two national titles, at least one. Um, He was brave enough to win in spite of the fact that many people on his team were arrested. Not Aaron Hernandez, though. Then he left for Ohio State, where he was courageous enough to have to resign in disgrace, and then was born again like the Phoenix in Jacksonville, where if not for their ownership, no doubt would have led them to the Super Bowl. So we salute you, Urban Meyer. Profiles and courage. Wow. That was so moving. Thank you. Um, Yeah, I mean, boy, talk about the woke mob coming for you. I mean, literally. The coach should, uh, you know, I'd be interested to get the coach's opinion on on that because, uh, you know, let's be honest. I mean, what he was called, what he was doing is called being the big coach or being, uh, uh, what did he call himself? Uh, I can't remember. Anyway, I'm the head ball coach, he called right. himself. Yeah. And you're not expect. you know, when you're the head ball coach, you're not expected to uh, care about people's feelings or your wife. You or, set the rules. Right. When you're the head ball coach. Right. I mean, what, what, this isn't, you know, soccer. But yeah, anyway. God. Right. Well, that's boy. That was really inspiring. It has me. Oh, thank you. Yeah, it has me feeling. Uh, oh, yeah. Anyway, um, my you take huzzah, care of that after the show. Yeah, my huzzah uh, this week is uh, to uh, Martin. Uh, so, Mart- Martin and I do a lot Again? of tech. You, Martin and I do a lot of texting back and forth. And uh, so, you know, Martin te- likes to text really fast. And uh, so sometimes you get these funny autocorrects. Um, but so it's gotten so ridiculous now. Martin's fast texting has gotten so ridiculous that he, he wrote something where the word two, T-O, got autocorrected to three different words. That's how fast and recklessly uh, Martin was texting. He texted just a bunch of letters hoping it would correct to two. And said it was the tech you. The tech you instead of two. And I just want to say, you know, um, I know it must feel exciting to to be mastering this new technology and and getting all the algorithms and the AI, you know, to uh, to to know you so well that you can just basically barf a bunch of letters onto the screen and it knows. But what you're really doing is teaching this machine how to take over your life. Okay, it's listening to you. It's learning your your foibles just as much as your uh, accomplishments and and triumphs 
and it's learning your weaknesses and you're just giving them away. You're just giving away your weakness to this, this power that wants nothing but to own you. And I just, you know, I think you deserve a huzzah. I mean, um, come on. A couple, couple facts here, Matt. It's called fast texting. It's called fexting. Okay. And everybody on TikTok is doing it. So okay, well. You just got roasted. You know who owns TikTok, of course. Bill Gates. Jojo Siwa. Okay, so need I say more? How many chips do you have broadcasting your location all the time on you? No, I have. I know I only have one. I have an anti five G necklace on. It is radioactive, but it's worth it. Okay, well, that sounds like a great magnets. Yeah, and copper copper tubing that you put around your arms and ankles and right. I just get it from old buildings. Yep. Well, happy Pips, crisp Pips, everybody. Yeah, that's coming up this year. It's on yeah. the twenty fifth. Yeah, and uh, we'll we'll look forward to uh, to uh, sharing you know more with you after this holiday coming up, and uh, you know we just uh, in the meantime we hope everybody has uh, safe travels to wherever you're going or not going, but that you have a great crisp pips. Until then, we'll see you next time. Okay, everybody. Bye.